Hello and welcome to Selling AV, the first and only podcast dedicated especially to those in the daily business of selling AV products and services. And today we are doing a Selling AV tag team style. So I have invited Jared Hillman from Hillman AV to come in and help me tackle this question. So I went to Twitter and to LinkedIn this year and um, asked people for their kind of number one concerns in selling AV. And this question came from Patty Wanzer, and it is, how do you know what a company's budget spend is? So Jared, how do you go about determining what a company's budget spend for a project is? Well, I mean, obviously you just ask and they tell you, right? I mean, that's, that's pretty common, right? You, <laughs> you ask what your budget is, they tell you exactly what they want to spend on a space and then off you go. Um, so no, thanks for joining. We all know that's, thanks thanks yeah. for coming in. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There. What, I, I don't understand the, the challenge with this question, but uh, no, I mean, obviously, obviously it's not as easy as that. Um, it's, it's almost like a hidden treasure. People like to keep their budget close to their chest. They don't want to tell you. And, and I actually was going to talk to you about this, speaking to the level of um, trust for sales, because it's a lack of trust in sales that people hold their budget close to their chest because they don't trust that you're going to do what's best for them. And I thought that, I, I thought that was really interesting. So, um, in my way of navigating through that, um, we're, we're a smaller integration company. There, there's a, we're a staff of 12. And so we don't, we don't work at the big uh, corporate level. A lot of times we, we're very individual based. We work with, you know, very select partners. And so what I often find myself doing is I kind of just, um, what I do is I, I, I often throw things out based on experience. And so um, I think this, could be used by some other people if they're not already using it. And what basically what I, what I do is if I'm on a site inspection with a client on a new space and I I'll ask, I'll say, Hey, do you guys have a budget in mind? Have you guys talked about this as a board or a committee, whatever the, the level is? And when they say, no, no we're kind of just wondering, I'll start throwing numbers at, at, at the client based on my own experience. And so if I look at a boardroom, for example, and I say, well, you know, if I told you this boardroom was going to cost $40,000 to do what you're asking it to do, you know, how does, how does that make you feel? And I kind of just watch for that reaction. And I think that saved me a few times too, because sometimes I'll say a pretty accurate number and maybe even on the low side and I, I catch them off guard considerably. And when you see that kind of knee jerk reaction and you're saying this will cost $15,000 and they're going, Oh, we were hoping for 3000 and you're going, okay, well, you know, call your local electronics store and see what they can do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause we, we can't help you at that level. And I, I think that that's been a pretty effective way to get a conversation going, at least with the client. Yeah, I agree. You know, I've seen <clears throat> some of that and I'm, I'm somewhat like you. Interestingly enough, now I work for a larger company, but our division is a small part of that company and we have a lot of large corporate clients, but my background came from, you know, smaller integration firms as well. And what right. I found was really creating a frame almost what you're doing, creating a reference point. Um, you know, when I used to do uh, home theater, people would say, I want to buy the best home theater room I can buy. Great. We <laughs> sell home theater rooms from $5,000 to a million dollars. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was thinking like 20 grand. Awesome. You know, giving them some type of framework of this could be between here and here almost, almost puts someone in a position where they um, want to define where they fall. 
within that space. And it's not confrontational. Um, I agree with you on the trust. Um, the reason that people don't just release their budget is they're afraid you're trying to maximize it, right? Right. And, and it's the um, it's that fear of I don't really know what this stuff costs, so I don't want to give my budget and see if I want to make sure I'm getting the most value. Um, for me, one of the things that I find is very helpful as well early in conversation before I actually start talking about price with a customer is having them start to define what the impact of the space is. So when you're talking about like the boardroom, okay, what do we do in this boardroom? Okay, um, this is a boardroom where we do financial analysis every week. Great, there's a certain impact to that room. Um, what do you do in this room? Oh, this is the room where we close million dollar deals. Okay, so if something goes wrong in this room during the course of a meeting, what's the impact of that, the potential impact of that in your business? Oh, I could lose a million dollars. We could lose a million dollar customer if this goes off halfway through a meeting. Right. Great. And creating that framework um, creates some type of framework to where people start to assign a value to the meeting or to the function of the room, which honestly helps with the elasticity of the price. Right. If I have just made you say this room's worth a million dollars to me as a company, and I tell you you're going to spend $50,000 in this room, that starts to sound a lot more reasonable than. I thought I was going to buy a $3,000 TV, but I hadn't really thought about what that impact of the system is, right? Yep. So what I find is <clears throat> starting to establish that trust is really helping them determine where the most impact lies in the space and then assigning proper budget to spaces based on that impact, right? And, and that's where I start to frame things up with people is, okay, well, I just want to make sure that if there's, a, if there's a, a certain amount of money you want to spend in this office, that we're allocating the proper percentage to each space, right? Based on the amount of actual value you're going to get back from using it. And what I find is when you start to align with the customer's actual revenue and income goals, that their the trust issue starts to erode and they start to realize that you are there to try to help their business actually be more efficient and get more return as opposed to just suck money out of it to sell your stuff. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think you're, I think you, you're speaking to a great side of sales, which everybody should be taking anyways, is that value based um, impact driven sales is a good route to go because everything outside of that in our industry is a commodity. Everything outside of that is a commodity. And so if you can't, I think, I think what you're saying is a, is a great way to go because if you can't identify your value to that client and the value that what you're going to bring to the space, to their business, um, as kind of a bottom dollar impact, it, it just, it just leaves you as a commodity. Then, 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 then all they're looking at you going in and saying is, well, this company costs X amount of dollars, this company costs X amounts of dollars. And we know that the only impact between these two companies is money and expense. And so we're going to go with the one with the least amount of expense. Whereas if you can add that value to say, Hey, you know what? I, I pay attention. I want you to succeed. We're in this together mentality. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's usually my, usually conversations will start leading that way. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think I know some, some, I know some salesmen have, they don't like asking questions. They think the least amount of questions is the least amount of hassle, which means they can make the sale easy for a client. 
but I, I think you're the same way where you know um, and actually I think I just saw you uh, posting about this that sometimes asking more and more questions of a client it almost works as like a filter because if you ask required questions of a client and they don't feel inclined to answer it's it's probably really not a partner that you want to work with because you can already tell they're looking at a transactional relationship they just want what they want at the price that they wanted at and that's and that's that but if you can engage that hey we're a professional we want this space to work for you um we're going to ask you what you do in this room you start stepping outside of that transactional relationship into you know, more of that, that loyalty base, that partnership. So I, I think that's a good road to go as well. If you can tie in the value, you can seek out a budget at that point and giving them, giving them an exact correlation between, Hey, he's right. We bring fortune 500 companies into this room. We don't want, you know, we don't, we don't want a $2,000 system sitting on the wall. Um, so that's a, that's a good route too. Yeah. And I think it's a good setup for, you know, doing a, a follow-up on, price objections right and how we how we qualify or how we um, uh, communicate our value as an industry in the room so to sum up I'll, I'll give a quick summary for everybody listening because we try to keep this short and sweet um, the best way to get budget because most of the time asking for it up front um, is not going to be a great strategy um, number one you don't have the trust uh, to get it Number two, um, the number you get may not be based on anything other than a guess. So there is no value in a budget that is just guessed at anyway. Um, Jared's advice, um, you know, do a site visit, do a site walk, plant flags, right? Give people reference points for what certain things cost yep. and start to watch their reaction to what those flags mean to them as a business or what those numbers look like to them. Um, I'd say also frame, give people ranges. That's a good way to do it and let them kind of self-define where within those ranges they fall. And number three, if you want to help potentially bring the budget to the level that it needs to be, um, make sure that you are, um, make sure that you're relating their budget and their AV systems to the actual impact that they're going to make in this space. So if you can plant those flags, you can create a framework, and then you can relate that framework and those flags to the impact of the space. I think you have a much better chance of getting the client to agree to design a system to an appropriate budget for what they're trying to accomplish. So this has been Selling AV with Mark Coxon and Jared Hillman. Thank you, Jared. Thank you. That was great. Thank you. Awesome. And we will see you next time. Take care.